If you're ever wondering where those 50 cent words come from, today's episode might be for you, because we are addressing both the word telos, which is a Greek word, and something that might be referred to as the teleological argument. And so, if you want to sound smart in a group of theologians, being able to properly pronounce the word teleological would be useful for you, but for the rest of us, for those of us who are engaging in our own lives and our own cultures and our own communities, this is a bit of edification that should make you a little bit better equipped to address how you think about the world and how you think about what has happened, what is happening, and what will happen in the future. Now, this episode is put in a timeline before something that is coming in September, which is Imago Dei versus Imago Imperium. And if you speak Latin or you know someone who speaks Latin, the significance of such words will come to bear. But for the Redacted Culture Cast, as we stand in this time in our communities and our cultures, I believe that we are watching the soft middle drift and separate from one side to the other, and how do we talk to each other, and how do we address communal living. And in this episode, we're going to use a word that is oftentimes a subject of discussion in theology but has a reference point for how we think about planning for the future. So, before we get even further, let me do my ad bit, because it's not an ad, it's just that if you want to support the show, you can head over to redactedcultural.locals.com, or if you want to support any of our merch sales, you can go to redactedllc.com to acknowledge or even keep something to yourself that reminds you that we are here and privacy is just as important as property. But without further ado, telos is a Greek word. And if I wanted to... It's, it's a very commonly used Greek word, especially in the both New and Old Testament, Old Testament being that which was translated into Greek from the Hebrew. And the word telos is a word that can be properly defined as termination, fulfillment, or the goal, the end. It's something like telos is the end. You see this used in explanations of a very commonly quoted phrase from the book of Revelation or the Revelation of John. It's And, and the funny thing is it's not exactly part of the canon, but it has its own place. Uh, there is this phrase, um, arche kai telos, arche being beginning, kai being and, and telos being end. And this is used in, sort of like we use parentheses, uh, which would be in Revelation 1, verse 8, which is, ego emoi, or emoi, emi, to alpha kai to omega, lege, Kurios hothelos, which is translated into uh, I am the Alpha and the Omega, said the Lord. Yeah, said the Lord. And I, I am the Alpha and the Omega, I am the beginning and the end. Arche kai telos is an example. But a teleological argument in theology tends to suggest that 
all that we understand in the world, all that we can see with our observation, our senses, how we do use science, how we use the study of that which exists, points to some end. It's sort of the opposite, the inverse to a cosmological argument. And a cosmological argument would be one for the existence of God, saying that the earth exists and all of creation, everything that we've, uh, uh, we understood, uh, understand as existence, seems to be properly ordered in such a way that implies the existence of a creator. The teleolog teleological argument, and yes, I'm going to stumble over it at least once more, the teleological argument suggests that everything that exists points to some future or some end. And in, in one way, that sounds a little fatalistic. It sounds like, well, the world's going to end and everything and, and everything is pointing to the end, like the second law of thermodynamics or the, you know, everything breaks down, chaos tends to consume. It doesn't, unless some outside force imposes order or brings about order, what we generally see in nature is decay and then something else brings life, a body will die, it will be consumed by fungus, it will decay into the earth, and then a seed will be planted in that soil, and then you'll get a new tree, and that tree will be eaten by an animal, that animal will die, it will decay into fungus, and that fungus will break the body down into soil, effectively, and then that soil will become the next fertile ground for a new seed, and we see the process. The Teleological argument for the existence of God, however, is different than how we need to understand teleolo te teleology, T-E-L-E-O-L-O-G-Y, teleo te teleology, geez. Ah. So yeah, if you want to use 50 cent words, apparently you have to rap really fast because all of the, <clears throat> the words are difficult to use. But, so telos is a, a Greek word referring to the end, as in what is the end state, the end goal, the, the end of this process. And in theology, and especially in looking at the history of the world, it might suggest that certain events that have taken place in the past point towards what a future outcome will be for the world. And one example of this in the Old Testament is King David, who was a king who, the, f the, the first good king of Israel, and calling him king is, uh, good is in perspective, but King David, which most people attribute to King David, David and Goliath, was a man who not only brought unity and consistency to the people of Israel, but also conquered their enemies and produced the era of peace that his son Solomon was able to live in and in his wisdom maximize for the benefit of the people. But the existence of King David is only a teleological example of what is to come. And this is where some people, especially around the time of Jesus, made the mistake because they thought that David was the example and Jesus, or whoever the Messiah would be, would be some conquering king. Rather, when Jesus came to the world, he was conquering in a way, but he was conquering over forces greater and deeper than just political ones. And so in the future, we might argue that there is something that the existence of David 
points to that will be the telos, the end of what that is pointing to, as if that was a form of a prophecy in the existence of a person that would direct towards an end that would come. But telos is an important word that we're going to use because we're going to use this in this upcoming, upcoming longer form project on Imago Dei versus Imago Imperium. And we have to address a little bit of what it means and how we apply it and how we think about it. Because telos is a word that implies that a thing exists for an end, that I am, or, or an, an event occurs for some other end, an event event occurs for another end. And in theology, our understanding is that some event in the past points to a future conclusion. And where we get this wrong so often in Western society is that we look at the apocalypse as the end, and then we create some sort of post-apocalyptic future, whereas the apocalypse, the true end, will be not only what comes after, but this sense of redemption and unity, or the return of Christ. And this telos can appear in uh, the symbols, the symbology of a telos can, it can appear in a ritual where a practice is not intended to remind participants of what has happened, but about something that is going to come to pass. And so when we look at teleo teleology, ugh, teleology in the Old Testament and the New Testament, or in the Bible, or in what we look at history, there are ways that te uh, teleology or telos is applied to even societal understandings. You see this in the um, Strasshow generational theory, where strong men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times, hard times create strong men. This is sort of a telos argument. It's sort of a pattern. It's sort of this recreating experiences that um, you see this applied in that fashion. You see it applied in another fashion that the purpose for something that happened back then was to create something that happens now, or you can even see it occasionally wound into conspiracy theories. But the purpose of understanding telos is to point to understanding what the true end is. And if you mistake the false ending for the true ending, then you are aiming at the wrong goal. If you look at the apocalypse as something like a hard time with fire raining from the sky or government tyranny, but you miss what comes after, then you have not properly understood the telos. And that is why we are bringing up this term now. Telos, teleological arguments, the end, the point, the fulfillment, the completion of the arc, the goal, that which is set at the end, that all of these events coming to conclude with is something that it is important for us to identify and place our hope in. Hope falls short when our telos, what we think is the telos, is not the actual telos. We our hope falls short. It does not sustain us when we place our hope in the wrong things. And this is a hopeless time. It certainly could sound like one, feel like one. There can be a lot of pressure crushing in from the sides. But then if we engage in understanding a history that is longer and broader than what we think that we want to be told about is, then we realize that we are subjects within that historical timeline and we can 
serve that greater purpose, which is the importance of this. Finding that greater purpose is not something that necessarily always is something that we can do ourselves, but it is something that if you're going to engage in the life of the mind is going to be looking for what the true end is. And if the true end within gun culture is something as simple as righting wrongs or abolishing the ATF, then you miss the point. We're just a little bit shy. And if we set our eyes on the real telos and saying that we want a society that's ordered where the rights of the individual are honored, then we are more powerful. We have more strength going forward. And so in this short, in this little episode on a word that is used often, I hope that you have gained a little bit of something that is going to push you through the day, is that, that you're going to say, I'm not looking at the apocalypse tomorrow. I'm looking at what comes after. I'm, I'm setting my aim not just on the hardship, or if there is potential hardship in the future, but what is the right thing to pursue, that which is right and true and good. That being the case, let's close it off on this short episode, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay tuned, because we're working on a longer-form project. That being the case, go forth and conquer.